0: Oh. Huh. This, this room is green
1: <laughs> that's
2: another what movie, movie to that? watch what movie is that from cube
0: yeah this room is green ha
1: huh. ha huh. <laughs> huh. hi hi I need to change my picture you guys both have pictures yeah, you, you do. I'm still mysterious.
0: You're a mysterious green screen.
1: Yep. So what's up, y'all? Yes. I haven't talked to y'all in about since last week.
0: I know. she has been forever. I
1: Just got been chilling. I got moved at work. Oh yeah. Has been good, but has to do with relationships too. I just cannot fucking deal with certain people.
2: That sucks. Is it like a move that you're happy about, though? Yeah, it definitely
1: worked out better. But that's good. I don't know. Like, I can't work for you if I don't respect you.
2: Yeah. So you're not working for the same guy anymore? No. Okay. No, you don't like him anymore.
1: Well, no, I like him, he's a good person. I need not to speak to him for about a month, probably, let everything settle. <laughs> but, douche, <laughs> my
0: that sucks.
1: It's okay, it's no problem. I fix later. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome,
2: everybody, to Weird Chicks. We Thank you do. for listening in. We are going to talk about relationships today. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, the weirdness that is our lives. Who would like to start us off on this wonderful Saturday afternoon on Weird
1: Chicks? (laughs) (laughs) Not it. Not it. (laughs) I
0: guess... I guess that means Cece McCeaserson is going to start the conversation about relationships. You go, girl. I feel like all the relationships that I've had in my life have like all had its ups and downs. Like obviously nothing's ever going to be perfect. But I like trying to commit and like you know, I've been married once before. That obviously didn't work out. I always tell people that was my trial marriage. Like I, I re- I returned that within the trial period. <laughs> Not really. So I was married for four years. And, and, like as much as I could have taken away from that, I think I got, I think I got more post-traumatic stress than anything. You yeah. know. And. It, like i I learned a lot and i and I try to take away from it like all the good and all the bad and all the stuff that's good and bad that I did too, mm-hmm. but when it, when like everything's said and done, along with all the other relationships that I've had in the past, I feel like more often than not I've left a relationship being super, super scarred than and I, I don't honestly know a lot of people, men and women, so this is, like, nothing to do with, like, you know, men or shit or anything. But, like, I, I think it's kind of hard to leave a relationship and, and not be permanently scarred from the person. And it's it's just really hard to, like... I don't know why this is the particular note that I hit on either. But I think that's one of the hardest things, like, I've I've been trying to deal with lately is getting over the the wounds of the past and, like, trying to move on from them because I just I, – I feel like I've never left someone and, and not had, like, that baggage on. It just seems like it's been so bad. I know there's, like, situations out there that have been, like, terribly worse than what I've ever been through. But just for me, having, like, all that ever happened and then <coughs> – it's just like one on top of another on top of another i'm just like gosh how, how i don't i i'm almost 35 and i'm just like i still don't know how i could move past a lot of this shit that happened well, it's weird you know well just
1: because other people have you perceived that they had it worse doesn't mean that your feelings aren't valid
0: oh yeah yeah i mean you know- you know, I, you know, there's always that one person that's always
1: like, just be glad you don't have it this way. And I'm right. like,
0: no, but you know what? I deal with my shit my own way and it's fucking hard. Like, and I try to keep telling myself, like, there's, there is a part of me that tells myself, like, you know, at least you didn't end up, you know, homeless on the streets or like, I, I, like in my previous marriage, I'm, um, I this is one thing that I, I, I have to take away from that is, like, I'm so glad I did not procreate with that asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. It's me, like me I too. could not imagine. They would have arms growing out of their backs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't I, like, like that like guy that, either. If, there, if there's anything that makes me religious that I'm like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> That's a blessing in disguise right there. That's fun Because I struggled. I when we were trying to have babies, I was on fertility meds and everything, and we did not get pregnant. And like within a month of being on fertility meds with uh, my husband, now I was like, I get fucking pregnant. And that's, I don't. That that's you know one of those things girl, that I took away I'm from curious. my first marriage is yeah,
1: there. She is right the, there. <laughs> the trauma
0: of not being able to get pregnant like wore on me so bad i remember i'd come home crying every day from work because i worked at a hospital and i'd see all these people get pregnant and i'm like why is it so easy for other people this sucks And like, whenever I was going through all that, my ex was really unsupportive of all of it. Like, there was a point where he was just like, you know, I really don't want to have kids anymore. I just don't want to do this. So you could just stop trying. And I was like, so you're saying that this entire year that I've been on. Ferti- yeah. And for like, <laughs> being on fertility meds isn't like a cakewalk either. Right. You know? And it, it wasn't as if like, we sat down and had a discussion. He was just like, I'm done. And it like killed me inside. And I think part of that just like for it like forever broke like a part of my like mental state where I and I don't know if it's just like being with him that like then this is all my ex. This just made me like an incredibly defensive person. Like I'm always on the defensive no matter what. But I it's it's something that I still struggle with now because I, I like have such a hard time sticking up for myself, but whenever I do, it's always like at the last minute and I end up blowing up over it. You know, I'm like that, like, I feel like at one point I was like a fighting pit bull and now I've been like trying to be domesticated and I'm, I still have that like urge to bite (laughs) people, you know, (laughs) except I'm like, not beefy. (laughs) (laughs) but i don't know that's like the what's been on my mind recently um and i don't know if it's like, like you know the pit the whole pandemic's making it it's put a strain on my relationship now for sure um like with all the stresses and everything that's going on outside and and that particular relationship alone that's the one that I'm struggling with the most right now. Cause it's just been so mentally taxing and I'm trying to like figure out ways to make everything work. And it's really hard. So I don't know. I just, I just want to get like hop in a time machine and like shoot the dude in the face that ate that bat that supposedly released the coronavirus Cause he's a dick.
1: How, uh, how long have you been married now? It's been a while.
0: Um, this year in September. Oh gosh, so so we got married in 2013, so that'll be seven years, I think. So
1: what's what's marriage like?
0: Um, it's it's just like being in a long term relationship, but you have to work.
1: Yeah, I've said that so many times. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean it. Like it's nice because, you know, I. I trust him. Like i i don't I don't think he'd ever go out and mm-hmm. cheat on me, you know. Um. But like that's that's the thing. Like I've never felt that way about any of my other boyfriends. Even my fir- even my first husband, I didn't trust him at all. Like I always thought that he was out cheating on me because, like, I don't know if you remember this, Romy, but like the night that we got married, we had a bunch of people come over to our house, and this is my first husband. And he was like, well, I'm gonna go get some beer. And then he left and never came back. And he spent the night over at one of my friend's God. houses. And I was like, do you realize how the fucked heck? up? Shut the right? fuck up. That. Are you
1: kidding me?
0: And, like, I I really, really wish that I could just, like, go tell my 22-year-old self then, be like, please go get an annulment. <laughs> get this shit annulled and go move to Austin now. But I don't, like, you know, I guess if I things had never gone the way that they did, like, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. But I still look at one of those decisions, like, there were so many fucking red flags. And I was such an idiot for not paying attention to them. Yeah. You know? Like, that. that was just, like, the very tip of the iceberg, too. Like, there was one time where I looked at his phone and... And this had, this was, like, three years later. <laughs> and he had had all these text messages on his phone from one of the other little girls that he works with. And she was much younger. She was maybe, 12. like, like, yeah, like she was, like, 19, like, still a teenager. And I think I was, like, 24, 25 then. And they were, like, the, the whole text thread was, like, no, you're stupid. No, you're
1: stupid. LOL, JK, ha,
0: can't wait to see you and work with you tomorrow. You're like my favorite work pal, blah, blah, blah. And all this stuff. And I was like, this is not to mention the fact that like you are this little girl's manager and you guys are talking this way. Yeah. And he was like, this is how I talk with all my coworkers. And I was like, this is bullshit.
1: What about your current marriage though? Let's hear some positivity. Um,
0: I think just that he's, he is a really good dad and genuinely cares about the kids and he he's not the type of person that you know would like just ignore him all the time and not not he like i don't I don't think like he would ever like leave because he loves the kids too much you know that's not that's never been like a worry and he's always like you know really involved in what they're doing and stuff. You know, he likes to take his time out for himself too and do the activities that he likes to do. But I I think, you know and i you know, I've known him since I was twelve. Like we've known each other for he went he went to high school. Oh my god, I didn't know that. I don't know. Yeah, you were uh you probably remember his brother too. I'll have to text you their name. Send me a picture. (laughs) Um Okay. Yeah you You probably remember his older brother, um, if not him, but uh, but I don't like. I think that there was a period in both of our lives where we we had like that huge initial dump of like super irresponsible behavior to where now, like we've we've slowed down and like we're both okay with just you know being at home and. Having fun with the kids, and you know we we don't. Is somebody doing
1: dishes. You know we. Sorry, it's my fault. Oh, <laughs> all I can hear is the. I was trying to give my dog, dog water. <laughs> I was trying to be quiet. Oh. It's my fault.
0: But like he's, I think, I think you know, it, one of his advantages as it's it's like a disadvantage as well is that he cares way too much and like he wants me to have nice things but it's like at the cost of like he wants me to have nice things and I'm like look you don't have to buy me something that's like a hundred bucks like I'm cool if you want to take me shopping at Savers that's not a big deal but like pick me out something there and let's save money and go do trips but
1: he's like no I have to get you like the nicest thing out there and I'm like god damn it stop it I'm going to go ahead and just throw out that none of our listeners probably feel bad for you in that situation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, he was telling me today because I, I have a pair of shorts that I have owned since I was 20 and they I, I don't know how these damn shorts have lasted this long, but he is so sick and tired of seeing me wear these fucking shorts because <laughs> they're like sleepy pant, sleepy shorts from Abercrombie and Fitch. Mm-hmm and mm-hmm. he's like that's it I can't take it anymore Those, I fucking hate those shorts and then he gets on Abercrombie Fitch's website and he goes here look look at these and I'm like look 20 year old me would love to spend 50 bucks on shorts but that money could be going to groceries let's go to Goodwill damn it <laughs> <laughs> we like,
1: are very no. different people <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think it's funny because, like, we've been looking at houses too lately, and he wants to buy, like, this big house and he's dressed up nice. And here I am in my whole Goodwill outfit, and I'm like looking at the people thinking, they probably think I don't have a lot of money. I just don't like spending money on clothes.
1: Well, like, some of the richest men in this town wear, like, dad jeans and white New Balance shoes.
0: Yeah, I know. It's it's really funny because, like, I've seen pictures of, who is it was it bill gates dressed as like a total dad like he looks like a meme
1: probably (laughs) you know
0: where he's wearing like the khaki cargo pants with white new balance shoes and it looks like he just came back from mowing his lawn (laughs) 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 he's like no you know what i've learned that buying clothes isn't all that's cracked cracked up to be (laughs) i do though on the other hand I really love going window shopping. I'll go to the domain and I will go on like the ritzy end and I'll go window shopping all day long and I'll just, I won't buy anything. See, I
1: can't, I can't do that. I get depressed. If I see something that I want and I can't buy it, it just makes me sad.
0: Wait, did you get depressed
2: the time that we went (laughs) the the other day?
1: No, because we were more walking and talking. Yeah. And I did buy something. True. True. What what did I buy? I don't even remember. I think I still have it. it if I remember what it was, yes, and she destroyed it in a day and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but it was only three dollars. So, <laughs> anyways, but you have to understand. Well, yeah. This, it's yeah.
0: I think. I mean, I I don't know if you guys want me to keep going on about like the the whole marriage thing but what do you what is y'all's take on it as far as relationships and just in general who's going Not next? it
2: okay i'll go <laughs> <Dang it.
1: laughs>
0: hey this is a tough
2: subject all right uh, i yeah. definitely um feel sort of uncomfortable talking about it but i guess that's just i don't really know why i guess i'm just afraid that who's listening <laughs> Um nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like five people. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I uh I kind of have the same issues where um I I have a lot of anger that I've held on to for whatever reason from probably in my last relationship before I got married. Um I still have recurring nightmares about that guy. Wow. Um, he's just very, Alex, very manipulative that. and controlling. And um, I tried to get out of the relationship a couple times right before we actually split up. And like he would go back to, you know, being his nice self the way that he had acted when we had first gotten together and it was all just a show to try to manipulate me into getting back together with him and making me feel guilty and putting on this big dramatic show about how sad he was and how he was losing weight not eating blah 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 and throwing up and oh you've ruined my life you've ruined me and all this shit just trying to make me feel bad and I don't know. And then, and then when I actually uh, got together with my current husband and and ended things with him, he just got very stalkery on me, I guess, and uh, would not stop calling me. i told him over and over and over again, like we're done. This is it. Please stop calling me. I've moved on. Um, and then my roommate at the time, uh, I had somebody living with me that I, that I worked with. She was like an intern and she was like temporarily living with me for a few months. And she had gotten home and said that, Hey, I saw your ex-boyfriend just sitting out there in the parking lot in his pickup truck. Like, this is my apartment complex at the time in the parking lot, just, just sitting there. Um, And then she said like a few hours later, he was still there just just sitting there so I don't know if he was just sitting there you know for hours at a time just waiting to see if I was gonna walk out with somebody or what but um and then and then like months after all that he still continued to like mail me letters because I kept telling him not to call me so I guess he thought that meant you know letters were okay so I just basically took that and threw it in the trash because it was like pages and pages and pages of bullshit. You yeah. did that you did this to me. You did that to me. You hurt me. You were terrible. You're a liar. Blah blah blah. And I'm just like I didn't even I didn't even read the entire thing because it was like who cares? I've moved on. I'm in this new relationship that's amazing. And I couldn't care less about this. So I just threw it in the trash. But I don't know, just the second like I broke up with him for good it just felt like I was completely free and like the the weight of the world had been lifted off my shoulders and I never realized like how bad it was until it was over and now looking back I I feel like that was a very toxic and emotionally abusive relationship because I was constantly being criticized for every little thing I did and um I don't know I don't know why I stayed with him for so long. I was with him for like five years and it was, it was just
0: awful. And
2: it honestly, when, uh, I started dating my, my husband now, um, it just, it made, it honestly like made everything seem amazing because I went from like the worst, one of the worst relationships you could imagine to like the best because we never fought. Um, we did actually did like fun stuff together. He never criticized me over stupid stuff. Um, I don't know. It was just like, okay, this is the person I want to be with forever. And I, I pretty much knew right away. That's so sweet. So, I feel lucky. I really do. And we, <clears throat> we've been married for three years now.
1: We had our three year anniversary in April. So I still have a picture of your wedding on my phone. I saw it earlier today. And I was going to send it to you, but then I, you know, didn't.
0: <laughs> you know what's weird is I was totally looking at like all those old pictures last night. So I was like, man, that was a fun wedding.
2: I was miserable the entire time because I was pregnant.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was so I know, tired. I oh my God.
2: <laughs> but your pictures
1: turned out great. So it's, yeah, it was yeah. worth it. <laughs> So no, but
2: I mean, kids, kids have definitely, you know, made things difficult. Because neither one of us gets near enough time to just sit down and relax. And it, it just, it makes it difficult to say, okay, well, I want this time. Well, I want this time, you know, and and you, I guess you have to be good at like compromising and picking your battles and things because I've, I don't know. It's it's hard. It, it's just really stressful, and it puts a strain on the marriage because, like, we don't. I don't ha- ever have enough free hands to like show affection or uh, to even le- let alone that l- spend time with them or just sit down and have a conversation with them.
0: Yeah, that's what that I will say. Like being able to sit down and have a conversation without being interrupted is next to near impossible and it and most relationships are built on communication and trust and <laughs> how the fuck are you supposed to communicate with someone legs. ripping at your pant <laughs> leg <laughs> with peanut butter on them like god damn it stop bothering me
1: well you know right. the kids will grow yeah. up and then you know it'll it'll re <clears throat> restart I mean, I fucking obviously don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just trying to be supportive. No, I think you're right, though,
2: because like mine mine are at an age
1: where it's it's really difficult because
2: I have a, a nine month old and a two and a half year old and the older one gets jealous of the younger one and throws tantrums and the younger one's fussy. She's got teeth coming in. Blah, blah, blah. And It's just like a really difficult age for two kids to be close together in age. And Things are going to get easier, so I'm. I mean, everybody tells me they get easier, and I I know they got easier with my older kid as she got older. So, um, I feel like we're going to get more and more opportunities to to do things together, especially when they're when they're like you know, in elementary school, and they they sort of overcome all of the the tantrum stages and
1: all of that yes. stuff. Girl, I am thirty six years old, and I still throw tantrums. I threw one at work the other day.
0: <laughs> i i threw one this
1: morning
2: <laughs> i've got th- i've got this thing where if i feel like was- i'm gonna throw a tantrum um <laughs> i started get- getting everybody in the car and just going for a drive because it's been happening to me a lot lately like, talking- my anger is getting out of control
0: you want you want to know what you want this is funny but you want to know what my tantrum was about today <laughs> Mark was yelling at me because I was taking too long to poop. I <laughs> oh like, you know, like flipped the door open and I was like, Why? <laughs> Can't you just let me poop in peace? God damn it. <laughs> and it went on for this this was like a like a ten minute long fight. I, I like brought out the big guns. I was like, how dare you disturb my <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that's yeah. That's
2: like <laughs> typically the only alone time I ever get. Really, I mean, when I'm not in there with the baby. That's uh, yeah. That's why it's uh, I have <laughs> to say, like
1: all of my girlfriends that have kids say the same things, and I've had many of them be like, "Don't have kids. Just don't just don't do it." Like, I, I love them. I love them but you know just don't do it you've you've got the opportunity just don't do it (laughs) so I mean like and I know that you love your kids and and, um, you know wouldn't trade them for the world but I hear these stories and I'm like fuck that
0: bullshit (laughs) hard
1: pass yeah
0: I think I think the one thing that, uh, like, along those same lines, I don't think, I like, I, I get so mad when I hear some women pressure other women, or just anyone in general pressure a woman to have a child, because it's her somehow womanly duty to do it, and I'm like, dude, kids are hard work. Do whatever you want to do, but just know the repercussions of what you're getting into before you get, like, have kids, don't have kids, whatever. But, like, I, it never bothers me when people are like fuck i don't want to have kids cuz there's a part of me that's like yeah i totally get it cuz they they can really well, be little shitheads sometimes is,
1: oh you'll change your mind <laughs> and i'm like okay you don't know me that well because i there i'm not sure that there should be another me it just it just for like safety purposes <laughs> and the good of all
2: i i honestly respect you uh, for for knowing yourself well enough to know that you don't want kids because there's a lot of people out there that that you know have them and then they just they probably should have admitted to themselves that they they never wanted one in the first place
0: right
1: and then you know eminem is born Exactly. yeah
0: <laughs> I guess there are there are good stories, but that people like for me,
1: <laughs> I know that i I have like serious abandonment issues, so um that's why I have been married so many times for the listeners, I've been married three times um because in my twenties, I just had this thought in my head that if you could just get <laughs> legal documentation (laughs) that he wouldn't be able to just abandon you at the drop of a hat. So, um, you know, that was stupid and naive and I put myself, um, in situations that were not great. Um, I've never been with a man that did not physically abuse me. It would only happen once. I'm not the stick around type after that. But it's just strange because they'll, they'll meet me and they'll be like, you're so free and you're so independent and chill and down to earth. And I like that I don't have to like buy you shit and stuff like this. And like uh, six months later, it's, um, you think you fucking know everything and blah, blah, blah. and, And it's just like, they try to break me, like break my spirit, like a dog or a horse and it's not going to happen. Yeah. That's been my biggest challenge in life like teachers, authority figures other than the cops cuz you don't you don't see the cops every day. You don't have a relationship with the cop. Um my parents, my husbands, anybody that I've tried to date, if you try to control me, it just is not going to work. You can't do it. It um you know, just let me be me. And that's the thing with dating now is I am. Um, I I don't think that I should be judged for being married three times because I think it's like what Cece said, where it's just the same thing, but with more paperwork. And I think it's kind of funny because I always say, sorry, I'm a better closer than you are. <laughs> 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 um but uh i like now i don't know if i could ever do it again like i'm seriously preparing myself um for the you know the um the fact that i might be alone forever and this is going to sound really super weird but um i i mean i like when the things that oh my god i'm just like not spitting this sentence out sometimes i can be attracted to women you know we're we're pretty we're fun to look at and i've been seriously considering giving that a shot and i'm not like i'm not even kidding i'm like seriously you know i've uh fooled around with it before and tried it out and you know i people are probably going to get pissed hearing this it's not a choice you're born this way um i don't know maybe it would just be easier cuz i i want somebody to be around I, and i want somebody to uh you know have a relationship there's certain things i miss about being married like you know you come home and there's somebody there you've got somebody to hang out with like that kind of stuff, doing yeah. stuff with somebody, stuff like that, I miss. But I can't. I I've been on dates and I'm just like, nope. You're to this, or uh, you have a bitch face. <laughs> you're like you're like the female <laughs> Jerry sample. <laughs> no, but I totally am. The I mean, but do you know what I mean? Where it's just like you look at their face and you're just like, you're a little bitch. You. Yes, like it's totally Absolutely, different. Yes. Yeah, it's totally different <laughs> than the women bitch face. Like the woman bitch face is like, okay, you, I probably you would look like you're hard to handle, but the man bitch face is like, you would totally get raped in prison.
0: <laughs> he he carries around a pocket of Kleenexes because you know, yes. of the top of the hat he's gonna start crying. <laughs> <laughs> that was my ex
1: husband. <laughs> And then, like,
0: I can't tell you. My decision-making yeah, skills ahead.
1: are not good. Like my last husband, I knew that I shouldn't have married him. I knew it. It was like my body was rejecting my actions and trying to get me not to go. And I had to stop at a um, a. Uh, we stopped at a Mexican food restaurant. And I had like four shots of- tequila and two margaritas before I could even get the anxiety down to to go and um my second marriage was more about the wedding and i I do feel bad because he was he was a great guy he really was, but um he sucked in bed, and I really wanted to be that person that didn't care, but it turns out that I'm not. So, um, and then my first, that was all about survival. I mean, I did not do well in high school. Um, I, like, didn't even really try. Um, I didn't know how to take care of myself. And, uh, you know, I was being away from mom and dad for the first time. And it was hard. And so I was, well, sucks. Let's get somebody else to do it for me. And uh, what I learned was that, you know, while you could possibly put yourself in that situation, they don't necessarily have the means to take care of you the way that you're used to. So that was just completely stupid. And then my third one was like yours, Carolyn, where he was just like the or um, 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 Romy. He was the most manipulative dude I've ever met in my entire life. And the next thing I knew, I had no friends. I was arguing with my mom and dad. It was just, I felt stupid and worthless. And then I got angry and I was like, how the fuck did you manage to do this to me? This is not who I am. And uh, now, you know, you go on dates and I'm just like, "Ugh, I'm not attracted to any of these people i could give a fucking shit if i see them again the only person that i've been attracted to is a total fucking douchebag and uh he he's we 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 never really dated we would have sex on and off um for like four years but finally he told me he was like i you know i want to date i think i want to date you blah 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 and uh Long story short, that ended with me writing, he has herpes, the drugs are inside here, officer, on his door in matte pink lipstick, um, which was awesome.
2: <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. You wrote it on his <laughs> yeah. door?
1: What the hell? No, no. I, you know, Did you call like, the cops oh, on him? This is the thing about me. You know, if we, if we get into a, yes.
0: Or you just did it to like, oh, you assume. did it. Oh, okay. Cool. That's
2: actually kind
1: of
0: fun <laughs> I, thought said
2: no, I thought you did I it. Like, d- i uh, I uh, what did I miss?
0: <laughs> and
1: it was juvenile. It was stupid. It felt That's so, so fucking good. And I do not regret it for an instant. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, now for me, it's just, I'm, I'm afraid. I I I don't really have anything left to give. I've already given it to people that didn't deserve it.
0: When can I ask like so for me I guess I like I'm kind of ignorant about it cuz whenever I you know was dating before I ever got married it was in the military and I I just date people that like, obviously, we all we were all on the same boat, you know, mm-hmm. and that's how I met a lot of people. Um, but what is it? What is it like now? Because I, I know there's a ton of dating apps out there, but is it necessarily from anyone that like you meet at a bar? Or, well, before or, you Corona, know, you really couldn't meet whatever? anybody
1: in a bar because you go there and everybody's on their fucking phone. And then especially in Austin, because where, you know, where we live is very cliquish. People form their little squads and then they kind of don't really let anybody else in. So if there's like a bunch of people, a bunch of, like a group of friends hanging out, they're not going to talk to you. They've got their little circle thing going on. So, um... Then, right. with the dating apps, what I have experienced there is it's like if you go to a restaurant and you sit down and you're looking at a menu and you don't know what the fuck anything on that menu means, then it's just like prosciutto and brioche and uh, reduction of walnut and just all, then you're like, what the fuck even is this? Can I see a picture? I don't understand. I know none of these words. Um, it's like that. So you just order it. And then the person shows up. And right. you're like. This is not close to what I wanted to eat today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so with a lot of. No. the apps. They don't include pictures. So you're just like. Fits, no like they you're include pictures. are setting yourself up for bro, a blind date.
1: These angles. And oh. you know. Filters and the whole thing. It's. Like, there's been a lot of them where I'm like, oh, he's cute, and then he comes over, and I'm like, you you have a bitch face, or you have, like, sort of a, like, a little paunch, which is fine. You don't have to have six, you know, a six-pack, but if you're going to have a paunch, you need to be tall and beefy, you know? You can't have a paunch and chicken legs. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I'm... I,
2: I always like the blurry pictures. Huh? That's a, That just sounds good. I always like the uh, slightly blurry pictures so when you meet them, they
1: look totally different. And then it's like totally... Yeah. And then it's like yeah. you have to pay attention to the details in the background. Okay? The details in the background of the picture are very important. If he took a picture of himself and he's hot as fuck, but he's got toothpaste all over his mirror, hard no. If he... uh took a picture and the walls in the background don't look like uh, drywall and like whatever what do you call this shit just like a regular wall and it looks like if it's got like a seam running down it that motherfucker lives in a trailer like you've just got to really pay attention to the details
0: Obviously, if he has a like a bare a bear mattress and there's no sheets on it. And a that's old, a no. Like, on it, that's
2: a no. That I feel like that's like every guy in their early 20s has,
1: has like a mattress for a bed. But it's like, and then, okay, so you go over to the apartment, right? These bachelors, even in their 30s, you go over all of them, every single one of them has that really, really big sectional, okay, where, I mean, you could sleep three people on that thing, and it's it's deep, and it's uh, super comfy, and then they have the TV with their gaming set, and maybe a bar stool or two, no dining room table, and that's it, there's no fucking <laughs> pictures on the wall, you go into... um into his bedroom he's got like maybe he's got some posters in his bedroom maybe a Scarface poster maybe a Star Wars poster. Yep. yep. I was just <laughs> gonna fucking say that and then there's like uh, <laughs> these sheets uh, in this bedding that you can tell is Target bed in a bag that his mother probably bought for him and um, it just it's like just everybody they're all man children they're all man children. Oh you know God. what my husband had on the wall when we
2: first started dating? What? A giant painting of Gandalf. And it's still it's still hanging up in the office. That thing has survived
1: all this time. That's hilarious. Oh.
0: I, I will admit that is kind of. <laughs> if below. he has a t
1: shirt with wolves on it, no.
2: I I haven't seen one of those.
1: Yeah. If he's got a t- but I know what you're talking with about. like wolves howling at the moon, he is probably a truck driver <laughs> or comes from a truck driver family. He definitely dips um probably like wintergreen skull. Oh, yeah, He
2: probably smokes vagina slime. I had worst. <laughs>
0: I I went over to uh, one of my husband's co-workers' house one time because they were having a party. And there's a single guy, and he has roommates, and they have girlfriends. There's like eight people living in a two-bedroom place. It was great, but that many people living there, they had one messed-up leather couch
1: Oh my and a God. bunch of lawn
0: chairs for everyone to sit on. I was like, uh, okay, so... Do y'all have cups for any of the beer or what, what's going on? And they just had you know, the typical red solo cups that, uh, whatever dishes that they did have were still in the sink. And I was like, I could not live here. Well, this like, is a bachelor pad times people? a million. And like in their early 20s, that, you know, like 21, 22. And I'm just like thinking, the, like,
1: the way that we grew this? up, though, why are you guys like uh, this? All of us, that is we are not accustomed to living like that but it can it can be um it's excusable in your 20s but when you get to like your early 20s but when you get to like 25 you you need to figure your shit out you need to have some paintings photographs yeah, yeah you need to clean your fucking bathroom <laughs>
2: Y'all should have seen my apartment when I was in college. Oh my god, it was depressing. Like, I had um, this tiny little TV. I think the screen was, it was like a little tube TV and the screen was like maybe 10 inches and it was sitting on like a side table. That was my that was my TV stand. It was a side table and then we had like, I had that uh, red couch with the uh, the white dots all over it yeah it was a tiny little Little white dots all over it and that was it like no decorations no nothing i had like nothing in the pantry because i i I went i walked to jack in the box like every day (laughs) but that was pretty much i mean i had a roommate and like we she was cool we went to parties and stuff we had a lot of fun don't get me wrong like i wasn't a depressed person at the time i had a blast but Like, just the sight of my apartment was enough to give somebody depression. (laughs) And I never cleaned anything. I never did laundry. I never cleaned the bathroom. Never cooked. Never did anything. Ryan
1: moved me. Ryan had us move into a house that was built in, like, 1920. Pier and Beam. There, all of the walls were that paneling, that wood paneling. The carpet was a thousand years old and had random stains I... on it everywhere. The bathroom—I have nightmares about this bathroom. I, I seriously do. It—it it, just—it's not okay. It's probably haunted. The linoleum, like around the toilet, was rolling up, so you could see the wood and just like years of no. stains and then the toilet the toilet bowl was orange it was orange Ew. and no matter how much you cleaned it <laughs> it wouldn't i just it it was it was it was oh my god it was awful and we I had, had septic so awful. when it rained like the whole it was just like i can't like oh i no. that's the kind of thing that i'm talking about like i sacrificed you know, that for him because I loved him and I just do not have that in me anymore. You know, so that's why I'm like I guess right. picky. But I'm not picky about really looks. Like if you have a great personality, I'm all for it. I'll I'll be attracted to you. I won't be able to help it. I mean, and you guys know how tall I am and there was this one guy, he was like five two, but he was so fucking funny. Every word that came out of his mouth. I was like, oh my God, please date me. I want to be in your orbit forever. But anyways. As long as he doesn't have a yeah, face. You, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody that's listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs>
0: Oh my God, I want to send you a picture of my ex now because you you could be a great judgy character on this because he's 100% How did got you do a that? bitch face. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I remember why I started dating him in the first place. I think I was trying to make one of his friends Hey, that's
1: another he thing. Dug. Let's talk about this because <laughs> this really bothered me in my 20s. Let's say that a guy invites you to, like, a group thing, okay? He hasn't told you that he likes you. I mean, you can kind of tell, but some of your friends are going to be there. Some of his friends are going to be there, so you are going to be there anyway, you know? So you show up to this thing, and he's got a friend that is just, like, super hot. And you, like... (sighs) Why do I have to go with the first person that saw me like I don't like that you know it's like um dibs and I, I'm not into yeah. it i want I want to talk to your hot friend um you no know,
2: I don't agree with that i think I think that's acting like he's you know possessive of you Just.
1: It's not right. a date. Like, it, like he owns me. Like, that... he has claim to me because he yeah. met me first. It's... I just, I don't know. And then you're a bitch because it's like, oh, I liked you and you, you know, dated my friend and you're such a bitch and blah, blah. Am I? I just, I don't, I hate, I hated that. that
0: just... Yeah. That just, that, that, that reminds me of the time that, like, what, after I did get a divorce from my first husband. Um, like I had went and hung out with some of his friends like we took this vacation we all took a vacation together and he got mad because he saw the pictures on Facebook and he goes how dare you hang out with them they're my friends and I was like <laughs> so did you like pee on them to mark your territory or how does this work because I thought we were all fucking adults like that's no that's not how this works like you don't get to cut And and the last time that I checked I was like you never even hung out with these people i don't remember us hanging out with them are you talking about them being your best buds you know that doesn't make sense and that's that's like the same situation that you're talking about that's like well yeah you don't you can't just claim ownership of a person like that especially yeah. like especially if you haven't even like established like yeah hey do you think that we could like exclusively date each other that's not because I'm pretty sure with a lot of people, they'd just be like, when when faced with the fact of like having to start an exclusive relationship, there's always that like hesitation. Yeah. Because a lot of people are like, wait a minute, do I really want to get into this? And that just pisses me off because there's that. I I, I just feel like there's a lot of people out there that are like, that's just, all it is anymore. Just want to bang that's and they don't even want a relationship. And
1: people confuse lust yeah. with love. You know, there's tons of people that, I girl, especially in yeah. my 20s, if a FedEx guy had showed up at the right time, that would have been like a straight up porno um, scenario. I was so <laughs> fucking funny in my early 20s. Oh, my God. What kind of packages and, do you um, have? Uh, the problem was, is you, you, your heart. yes, they, yes, they want to bang. That's all they want to do. But you do it, and they're not any good at it, and you're just like, this isn't, this isn't, yeah, this is, no. <laughs> and uh, oh
2: my god, I, I, I similar, I had a similar experience with a guy that, like, when I moved down to Houston, I live right, I live right next door to this guy, and like we were just friends, and he um, kept inviting me out to go hang out with his friends and like none of my own friends were involved like I didn't know anybody there yet and so we went clubbing and this was this was probably like when I was 24 and we were all about the same age and I like I was not attracted to this guy at all like I thought he was cool it was fun to hang out with and we were just friends and so we're all at this club and like guys were asking me guys were asking me to dance, and so I just continued to dance with them, and then I ended up being considered the bitch, and my neighbor was all mad at me, and his friends were all mad at me, so I completely understand that. But anyway, our episode is coming to a close, and I just want to say a couple remarks to wrap up that In my experience, the best relationships are the ones where you're with someone who you are trying to make happy and you get your enjoyment out of making them happy. And my previous relationships that went bad, I did not care about those people's happiness at all because they just were not right for me. So that was was sort of the indicator that somebody was right for me. And with that... That concludes today's episode of Weird Chicks. I hope you all enjoyed this episode and thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned and we will have another recording next week. Hope you enjoy. Stay safe out there, friends. Bye-bye. <laughs>